Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! All right, we just saw Wonder Woman 1984 on HBO Max at home. And on the count of three, we will give our one to ten rating. One, two, three, six. It would be funny if one of us said eight, the other said four because of the title. Ooh. Or if one of us said one and one of us said nine, and then we both at the same time said, I mean, 84. And then we changed it to eight and four. That would have been very funny. Funnier than this film? <laughs> you mean that you didn't think that the comedy worked in this no, movie? No, I liked it. So I liked, um, I liked a lot of it actually. Uh-huh. Uh, but then it just got so bad so fast at the end that I could not give it. Yeah, I was trying to put my I finger thought. on it. What, what do you think went wrong with it? Oh my gosh, it's like <laughs> the plot line got sloppy, sloppy and cheesy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I I kind of stopped being able to follow like the rules of this power. I was I was getting a little confused and missing some of those things. So they mm-hmm. weren't making that very clear for me. Um, but then, so I feel like from the president when he meets the president on, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's kind of a disaster from the president on. He busts into the Oval Office, and that seems okay because he wished for it or somebody did and yet when he like reaches out to hold the president's hand the secret service is like and i'm like well how much of this wish to talk to the president is i don't know and the Mm. president being like i thought i was in another room i was like (laughs) what did he specify that he needed to meet with you in the oval office like i did not understand and then and then it, it just went from there to like wait what's on this conference visual aid easel and he's like a thing that will solve your problems for the rest of the plot that doesn't make any sense Uh like the whole you're touch he's like wait so i'll be touching everyone i was way more interested when he was talking to the pastor the like um yeah giving uh, it some uh, religious corollaries Corrupt televangelist. Televangelist, yeah. Being like, okay, could I get everybody to like hold hands (laughs) and pray and I'll be touching them all? That was way more interesting to me. When the writer of a plot tries to just solve that writing problem with technology, it's always going to feel lazy to the audience. And the the rules are very unclear because, wait, how does this technology work? And, And then... How much time are we going to take of screen time to explain how it works? You know, right. so I think they were like trying to, d- to err on the side of we don't need to exp- explain this stuff. They understand it, but like you said, I didn't understand it. 
um, and it caused me confusion and the stakes were not clear, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, I agree. It would have been cool to see something more familiar, um, being tainted as opposed to something new that we'd never heard of before that, like you said, was just on a bulletin board. The, the rules were never given a chance to breathe. And then it just got, so not only did like the plot line dissolve at that point, but the, the writing also just went into cheeseball land Yeah, in a really epic way. Speaking of cheeseball, I would say that the whole movie was cheeseball, but to me it felt like... It was like intentional in yeah, the beginning. Yeah, it was like campy 80s. Yeah, I was kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, like I've read, I've read a few, like I was trying not to read too much, but it was hard not to. People, uh, especially on Facebook, there's so many people who I've never heard say a single thing about a movie on Facebook who just could not help themselves but to <laughs> tear this movie apart. Um, so I was just like fascinated by it by what it, what it was that bothered them. Um, but yeah, I would say that the uh, the movie kind of had a Superman 2 vibe, like very 80s, very like early superhero, very long drawn out destruction of the world sequence like this had. So I think that in some ways the director, Patty Jenkins, was betting on that nostalgia from Superman 2 working for today's audiences more than it did. But I think that it probably backfired a little bit because it, it looks like, I don't know, it, it, instead of being an escape, like an 80s, oh, this is funny and campy, it then started to feel too real <laughs> in some ways. Like, there's sure, there's like the, how it doesn't make sense with the technology and the, you know, the, the way that the plot goes crazy. Um, but I think it also, just to thinking about it more from, again, why why does everyone on Facebook want to express how much they hate this movie. I think <laughs> I think part of it is like, this movie resembles real life way too much right now. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so, I agree. And so you, you turn on Wonder Woman, which the first one was like such a fun, like funny romp. And uh, this one is like very dreary. <laughs> and, but only at the end. Yeah. The majority but, of it is a fun and funny romp. But the ending is what you leave with. You right, know, right. you can't. Just I'm just saying, I agree with you that she, she was doing a great job. It yeah. was a lovely escapism. Yeah. You know, it was, I wish, I honestly could have watched an entire movie of just um, she and her uh, dead boyfriend. Experiencing stuff from the 80s. Experiencing things from the 80s. Like for, <laughs> you know, 90 yeah. minutes. Gladly. Yeah, that like was so entertaining. Flying fireworks and. And like admiring a trash can as modern art. Right. All that stuff. And even then, there were some cheesy lines, and you even mentioned, um, was it Chris Pine? Yeah. Uh, are you really proud of me that I got that? I'm very proud of you. One of those blonde Chris guys. Um, when Chris Pine had to deliver a really cheesy line. About flight. About flight. And he he managed it, man. I was impressed with that, too. So they were even taking some pretty cheesebally lines but they were making it work because it was in this, like you're saying, a very lighthearted, mm-hmm. kind of nostalgic, carefree tone mm-hmm. of the beginning. But then suddenly, yeah, we're supposed to start taking things seriously. And then all of a sudden she's applying that really cheesy line about flying <laughs> and actually like scientifically yeah, applies it to another, her uh, body. What are the rules? <laughs> like, situation? What? Yeah. 
Uh, I also think that Gal Gadot's performance uh, suffered at the end. Like when she's supposed to be communicating with the whole world about how they need to renounce their wish. I was like, so you're just reading those lines on the page? Is that is that what you're going to do? And you're not going to bring anything to that as a performer? I, yeah, and was, did she lose her powers again in that moment? Just because of how exhausted she looked? Yeah, she like collapsed against the wall. I think that his... The collective wish fulfillments were protecting him from her reach. I see. So even with all of her powers, she couldn't. Yeah. She sensed that she couldn't. Right. Do it. Speaking of wish fulfillment, um, I, I think of the '80s as a time that, like, that was when the wish fulfillment movie, Weird Science, or Sixteen Candles, like any of these movies, mm-hmm. were yeah, especially teenagers. Wishing they just, could be something you know, else somewhere else. Have the the hot girlfriend, you know, whatever. That uh, this movie, I think, did a really good job in, ter- in terms of like nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like, what what better movie to take place in the eighties than one that's about wish fulfillment, in both both in theme and in um, plot and yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I think that there is a the, you know again first two acts of the movie explored that well uh, it would have been interesting to see um the third act being more delicate with that as opposed to it just being like a big um you know everyone's pressing the nuclear launch buttons like i cared way more in avengers when he got out the glove and everybody was being disintegrated yeah even though that's even farther away from our reality, but I actually was invested in yeah. that. Whereas this one, I was like, oh, I could care less if this whole world blows up yeah. right now. Um, I also was really enjoying the King Midas um, story, you know, version yeah. of that story. I thought that's a fun concept for a, a superhero or really any plot line, but you know, especially for a mm-hmm. comic, you know, based on a comic. So I was enjoying <clears throat> yeah. that. And and I was hoping that the sun would have, I was kind of, yeah, like almost like the sun's the hero mm-hmm. more than Wonder Woman actually saving the day. Right. I thought that would have been a really fun possibility because that has a really lovely, like the next generation you know, mm-hmm. we're, we've really messed everything up, but the next generation. Yeah. What they really wish for is for it all to be better. Right. Um, so we have hope in our in our younger people. Yeah. Especially like considering the 80s were all about excess, you know, and they you know that there's a movie where the tagline is greed is good. <laughs> um, and people are like, yeah, that actually I kind of, I kind of buy that. I'm in, I'm into that. You know, the movie Wall Street, like you said, to have the next generation after that saying we don't we don't we, we renounce that wish, right? <laughs> um, that's a appealing thought. Um, but yeah, I wasn't given any screen time or, or any way to feel earned. And then the like running in the field to each other thing was so ridiculous it felt like they were trying to be funny again almost like they were trying to like when the father and son are yeah slow-mo through the field that's such a trope you know like an old trope Mm -hmm. and 
it was really drawn out. So I was like, do they, what do they want us to feel right now? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think you can fix this movie by removing the sci-fi device that communicates with all televisions and just continue to have him ramping up his influence in the religious community. I'm sure that would have made a lot of people very unhappy. I wonder if an early draft of the script was him like becoming a tele- televangelist and then Warner Brothers was like, nope, you are not going down this road, oh, Patty Jenkins. no, do you think? I don't know. She, I know she had to do battle with them with the last movie. She claims that the the kind of monster mash ending was their fault, which I'm like, well, did they make the same mistake again with this one? Because I, I feel like the weakest part of the first Wonder Woman was the kind of CGI uh, ending that most, <laughs> to be honest, like 90% of superhero movies suffer from. Um, but this one not only had that, like with the Kristen Wiig character and her facing off, but it also just had yeah, a uh, incomprehensible sci-fi device. But yeah, that would have been really fun <laughs> and interesting to see. Obviously, there would be themes about um, how corruptible someone with a lot of power in a religious circle could be. <laughs> right. And I think Pedro Pascal, who plays that, um, you know, Midas character, Max, Yeah. he did great. And I think he would have done really well um, becoming a televangelist. <laughs> Yeah, like you could tell that they were trying to make his character kind of over the top, you know, like like the thieves in the beginning. Yeah. They're, I think they're they were, like home alone. I think they, level they were trying to guys. imply that that was what he was doing, but they were doing it in a way that I think they were hoping wouldn't offend religious folks. Oh, right. I'm, I'm just saying um, that I think they were trying to keep him in the same universe of bad guy as those like thieves in the beginning. Do you know what I'm talking about? They're trying to keep Max mm-hmm. a similar bad guy to the ones that were robbing, like really goofy ones that oh, were sure. robbing the... Uh-huh. And so I think they were trying to keep that tone of like, I would say technically it's actually like a 90s, you okay. know, like Home Alone bad guy type uh-huh. situation. But that kind of over the top mm-hmm. bad guy... Um and that is hard to maintain that type of a character, but also convince us that, you know, he's grappling with. Uh, sure, sure. You know, like, yeah. so, so I think that a televangelist world would be great because it already, he's, he's already playing this character that's kind of mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like salesman over the top. Yeah. You know, uh, so I think he could have easily slid into that world, mm-hmm. you know. To um, me, the, all, all third acts of superhero movies have the same problem of throw a bunch of CGI into the, the big bad and the hero fighting for 20 minutes or 15 minutes, maybe not 20. <laughs> um, no, sometimes it's 20. Yeah, yeah. It's so boring. Um, because that's the only way to do a climax. So to me, uh, we had a bit of a long. We had a little bit of a longer version of that, already unsatisfying way to wrap things up. So our time was wasted by that. But I, I, I'm trying to focus as a viewer on the stuff that came before that because I think that stuff was new. So you're you're just uh, justifying why you're going to keep it. 
I'm just telling. Uh, I'm just saying that that's score. why I think my score is higher than yours. Oh, I thought you were reevaluating. I did not say the word. Did I say that I was wanting to renounce my score? I forgot that you're the head of the household. <laughs> I will patiently wait until is your, you say that we should reevaluate. Is your wish that we would be in a reevaluation phase now? Stop touching me. <laughs> David, let go of me. Stop touching me. I'm not going to say anything until you stop touching me. Secret Service, stand down. Let's reevaluate. That's All right, my, she's saving her wish. That's my wish. Oh, it is her wish. <laughs> you lose your most valuable possession, which is my metal detector. <laughs> your metal detector. <laughs> wow, that's kind of sad. That was not that expensive, but it was most valuable to you, which is meaningful to me, as it was my gift to you. <laughs> I'm staying at a four. Okay, I wouldn't go lower. But I just can't give it a higher one. They really botched it yeah. badly. I think there's a, definitely a contrarian in me that wants to like it more than how much. He, it, it was just amusing to me how much the consensus was that we should all hate this movie. Yeah, I'm, I am I. don't feel <laughs> like ready to go scream it from the mountaintops yeah. right now. I just didn't. Right. I just don't think it deserves We've given, a good or You've given fours to plenty of movies before. Yeah, six is high. I'll go down to a five. Hopefully there will be more movies to be seen in 2021. And hopefully they will be seen live with other people around. Crinkling their candies, coughing. Viruses on us. Talking too much now. (laughs) 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 Okay, everyone. Enjoy the first two-thirds of this movie if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You can, if you have HBO, you can press play, and then once he's in the president's office, just say, "Oh, this is the end of the good part of the movie." Wait a second, David. You press play. Yeah. So what you do is you take your remote, um, you you navigate to. Hold the on, t- hold on, hold on, hold on. You're taking what notes. What if it's like a little too quiet and you can't hear it very well? Hmm. I think you're out of luck. <laughs> You could you could put that's, your ear really that's close not to where it. I thought this game was going to go. <laughs> you could put your ear really close to the TV. <laughs> was the game going to be the just that I say? Oh, you put the volume button up. <laughs> yes, that's a pretty good game. so much for listening signing off there's a lot of stuff that i just cut out before this goodbye goodbye